0: Three, two, one, welcome back to the Bushnell Project. We're jumping into Genesis 11. And one of the questions I would often get about Genesis is, well, how do we know this is true? And how did they keep records and things like that? So we are assuming that, well, maybe a lot of things, but here's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming they could write, that they knew their language. And even now in chapter 11, as they are. Because of the Tower of Babel, they're breaking down um and going in different directions and because they they can't speak to one another that they learn how to write their new language, and they do have these this book of records that's continued, but here's the interesting thing so from Adam to Noah, Adam would die before noah was, was born, but Noah's father and Noah's grandfather and noah's great grandfather would have all known Adam. And on top of that, Adam's son Seth would have died only just before Noah was born. So Noah would have some pretty accurate stories being told to him by people who were hearing it from the person who actually lived it, Adam, right? So Adam telling uh Noah's great grandfather would have been very likely and so then Noah's great grandfather telling Noah was very feasible. Well, then after they get off the ark, there's Shem, uh, which is Noah's one of Noah's sons, probably the middle child actually, uh, that Noah's son Shem, he would have also heard some of these same stories because he lived a hundred years on the other side, or about a hundred years on the other side of the flood. So he would have been hearing these first hand accounts of Adam and Seth that were passed down by their grandfather or his even, his even his father. But his grandfather and great-grandfather would have known Seth and Adam. Well, now, Shem is going to live a long time, long enough that he is actually alive when Abram, who becomes Abraham, when Abram's father, Terah, dies, Seth, I'm sorry, Shem, is still alive. And a matter of fact, Isaac would be in his 30s before Shem would die. So it is possible that Isaac, who some people say started to take over the records, would have could have heard firsthand accounts of the flood and everything before the flood from Shem, Noah's son, who would have gotten it only a secondhand account, so only a secondhand account. So it would be, for instance, if you knew someone who got to talk with somebody who fought in the Civil War, that would be pretty accurate, right? So you don't they're dead, the person who fought in the Civil War, but they pass on their stories to one of their sons who is um, passing it down through your grandfather, to you. And so, I think that's a little confusing, but in <laughs> you know, 150 years, we can have a couple of generations. But the whole thing is, you get what I'm saying, they lived a lot longer than they would have had a lot more first-hand accounts. And so you weren't hearing it passed down 20 different generations where a lot might could get lost. And so when you're reading what these these things in 9, 10, 11, to understand that, one is covering a long long time as different people are born and all these nations happen and then another one goes into a detail when when the tower of babel happened and now we're getting back to the generations and and so not to let that throw you off and it's just a way of telling history back in those days you would kind of tell the big picture and then you would narrow it down to the main event tower of babel and then you would break off again so that you could get from where you were all the way to the new story you're going to start telling, which is the story of Abraham. And so what's interesting here in chapter 11 is as we come to a, the close of chapter 11, and we're looking at, at um, Tara, Abraham's father. Actually, I want to um, back up to... Uh, So here in verse 31, and Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, Haran is who has just died, Uh, his son's son, and Sarah his daughter in law, his son Abram's wife. And they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldeans to go into the land of Canaan, and they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. So it seemed that God had a call on their lives to move somewhere. Tara would fail to complete it, and God's going to call Abram out of there. So all of these chapters are, here's the big picture, history, generation, generation, here's who begot who, here's who begot who, and so on and so forth. All right, one major event you need to know about, Tower of Babel. That's how we break up, and we have to learn different languages. And now let's go back to the generations to get us to Abram. In chapter 12, we start with the story of Abraham that's going to lead to Isaac and to Jacob, who becomes Israel and the 12 tribes of Israel, and that's where we go with Genesis. All right, hope you guys have a great day. Sorry about me rambling on again just trying to encourage us to be in god's word reading it studying it and there's tons and tons of things throughout god's word and it is something all of us should do we should all read god's word periodically the whole thing and then other parts of it reading it over and over again so for instance i'm actually was reading tonight in in john the gospel of john chapters 1 2 and 3. i've been looking at ephesians um a lot really love the book of ephesians before that was a lot in hebrews and been going through the psalms i usually will read at least one psalm a day sometimes up to five psalms a day and i read a proverb a day throughout the month every other month and so then on the months when i'm not doing proverbs i'm in something like the gospel of john or ephesians or colossians or hebrews and doing that so being in God's word is a great thing. I want to encourage you guys to do that and to be praying God's word and be seeking God's wisdom in all of those things. So God bless you guys. Stay the course. Talk to you soon.